At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We welcome you back in. It is hour number two on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. So much for us to get to on this Sunday NFL preseason week, too. It rolls on here in just a couple of minutes. We'll get to some final thoughts on that game here momentarily as it is Philadelphia traveling to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Again, I'm Ben Wilson, joined from Denver, Colorado, by our guy James Salinas. Uh, always a blast hanging out with you here, James, on a Sunday, talking some football. Stephen Bond, our producer behind the glass. So this will go off our, our closing line here. Philadelphia, one-point favorite on the road against Cleveland. Open Philly, minus 2.5, down to minus 1. 34.5 or 35, depending on the book, your total down from 38.5. You said you've had, what, four plays so far, James, on the preseason. I would imagine this is not going to be play number five, though, for you, unless, uh, unless I'm reading you wrong. No, I scratched that. And three of them, three of the plays were before the games kicked off. Yesterday was an in-game play with the Kansas City. Kansas City and Washington game, I bet the total under after Mahomes went down and had the first drive. I suspected, well, that he had his first drive similar with Chicago. He'll be out. He'll be out and won't see the field again. Came back in for the second drive. Like, oh, no, here we go. And went right down the field and scored again. But fortunately, comes second half, you got the all the backups, the threes and fours all over the place there and didn't come. Well, I, I got a little dicey at the end because of a turnover from, from Howell. Bad pass. That was almost a pick six mm-hmm. that Kansas City converted. But aside from that, I'm not going to be looking at betting this game live. I do 
two have it up. We'll see it. That, that, I don't know. I think there's more. This looks like we're looking at the Oakland A's right now. There's about as many fans in the stands <laughs> as what we've seen yeah. for the poor Oakland A's in, in Alameda, California, than what we're seeing here for the Browns based on the weather. Ugly game, no action for me. I, I totally understand your viewpoint on that. From the in-game perspective, we had this conversation a bit yesterday on the show with Wes Reynolds and where we're looking for value. Kind of our, our general consensus was that for the most part in these preseason games, you're, you're going to find the most value if you're looking in-game on a line where the starters come out, play maybe a series or two, look really, really sharp, and the algorithm is going to adjust accordingly, not taking into account the backups that are then going to come in. Is, has that been your same, uh, your same thought, your same experience here with in-game, or are there other little angles you try to look at that are, are generally the directions you end up going when you do play the in-game in preseason? I think more so the philosophy of what does it look like, because it's going to be totals as opposed to playing a side in game and be more looking at the totals. And what is, what is this team is, is this team looking to try to work? I know we're looking through depth and see who's going to be the, the backups and on special teams, et cetera, like that. But for, for an offense, is this the team that now needs to work through rushing the football? We talked about Jacksonville yesterday and yeah, we saw plenty of plenty of the starting quarterback down there with Trevor Lawrence going through the first half and getting him some action throwing the football down the field but that was a team really I think their intent was to start working on the offensive line and start getting their timing going with the rushing attack that's going to tend to work unders because they're not looking at at yeah looking at big explosive plays none of these teams are really looking for any big explosive plays down the field but if you're really committed to looking at your rush game and in particular whether you're looking at a few backs or some continuity up front with the timing of the run blocking game with the offensive line that's where you can if you have a sense of this is what's going in or if you're watching the game and you can hear the commentary and the broadcast sometimes they're down on the field you have the sideline reporter bed and they're asking whether it's the head coach We've seen it in a number of ones where they're talking to some of the coaching staff, and they'll give you some intel there. So if you have an opportunity to watch it and you can hear the audio, they're sometimes they're going to tell you exactly what they're looking at for the second half. Usually we don't hear a whole lot. It's coach speak. But we've seen sometimes these coaches are a little candid being pretty upfront with what we're doing because I think that kind of can avoid the fact that, man, you look terrible in preseason. I think that's what's happening with Denver. Hackett made it real clear. I don't like preseason. So he's, he's trying to set the tone not only for his team but more so the fan base to say don't freak out we weren't really taking this game that seriously here I think these coaches are a little more candid with what it's going to look like kind of to uh, to appease the fan base too to say settle down don't don't worry so much mm-hmm. we're working on some things that's the point of preseason oh, look and it is one of those things if you want to bet preseason it, it behooves you to research okay which which are the coaches which are the teams who yeah. either protect their starters and who is going to play and their game plans like they're the nuclear codes and which coaches are pretty straight up and tell you how it's going to be and you can find, I mean, there are pretty clear examples as you, as you just broke down, James, where you get that. And, and sometimes it manifests itself in a game like Buffalo Denver yesterday, where it is obvious yeah. and you can kind of, and that's why we ended up seeing that line go from bills minus three to bills minus seven at close. And you know, there, there are reasons for that. And as you just laid out, that was a pretty good example up one team and, and one coach who has certainly, they have certainly been very open about their goals for preseason. And that is, they're not really taking it seriously. They don't necessarily care about it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as we talked about earlier, they had the game last night, only put up three points in a loss to Tennessee. The the bigger off the field though, storyline has been, where is Tom Brady? And he's been away for a pre-planned personal reason. Uh, the, the Reddit deep dives have been very interesting <laughs> trying to figure out where actually is Tom Brady. But what we just found out, this came in within the last hour, James, that Todd Bowles and his 
Sunday press conference here uh, had, had given some injury updates, but also says they are expecting Brady back this week. He did not provide a specific date. This according to Jenna Lane, who covers the Bucks there for ESPN. Uh, but he said it will be this week early. So they are expecting uh, Brady back. They have not made a decision yet if he's going to see any action in the third and final preseason game, which will be next week at Indianapolis. You would probably think not, but I know you said that. That's probably the bigger thing you're wondering and wanting to see how it plays out. So it sounds like, James, we're going to have a little clarity on Brady, at least here in the short term, that he should be back within the next few days. Yeah, interesting. The fact that he's, uh, if there's somebody that's earned that right to to be away from the team during practice and training camp, it would be Tom Brady. And who knows, whatever that is. I'll, I'll let those other folks in the social media world try to speculate. I don't really care why he's gone unless... It was something to do with the fact that maybe his, his, he's losing that, that competitive spirit a little bit. I think if there's one thing that sets Tom Brady apart from so many quarterbacks over the last two decades with his success is his drive to compete and to win. He is such a fiery competitor. He's played with that chip on his shoulder for two decades, being drafted in 199th overall, and it's driven him. And and to his credit, you know, being the leader that he is, I think maybe it's it's you know all the things that happened after the Super Bowl, and he was going to retire last year, and now he's coming back, and all these things tampering with the the Miami Dolphins after the last couple of seasons, you know, a couple times, a couple seasons ago um sometimes maybe just needs a mental break from this we'll see i think the bigger concern would be when he does get back and he's going to look at this offensive line for tampa like we talked Mm -hmm. about ben yeah these are not the guys that i've used to seeing up here and where's the leader it's going to be more on his shoulders for tom brady leadership with that offense at the offensive line in particular to help ease those guys through it and i know this number has already a lot of a lot of um a lot of money has come in already. I'm thinking of week one forward, that Sunday night showdown against the Dallas Cowboys. That total is ticked down significantly, and I get it. I understand why people jumped all over it from 52, 52 and a half to now 50 and a half, not only based on the offensive line for and the mystery around Tom Brady and when and if he would come back for week one for the Tampa Bay Bucks, but then the defensive side for Tampa Bay as well and a lot of moving, a lot of, a lot of question marks for Dallas Cowboys. So I think if there's one way to look at it, I, we're not going to see Tom Brady in week number three in the mm-hmm. preseason. We will see him week one, but there's an angle to attack there. Even though we've missed the best number, I still think at 50 and a half, it's worth the play to look at the under. Yeah, and you, that, as you mentioned, coming down from 52, I'm seeing either 50 and a half, 51s in the market. It's also, and it, it seems like we get one of these games every single week one where because of the uncertainty on personnel and, and, a, and a tightly lined game to begin with, you, you get a lot of sh- shifting and shaking right around that pick'em number. Remember, it happened last year in the Charger Washington game. I remember I, I teased that game both ways. At one point, I had Washington plus one teased to plus seven. At one point, I had the Chargers plus one teased to plus seven. And you're just trying to middle there. The game landed three, and, and both of those teaser legs hit. Uh, you could potentially have the same thing here, where I'm seeing in some spots, Bucks are still a point, point and a half favorites on the road there. You could certainly tease Dallas up through the three and seven there as home underdogs on Sunday night. Couple of books still out in the market though with now that have now gone to pick them where you could potentially tease Tampa as well. You'd have to pay a little bit more juice if you're going with a seven point teaser there to get them all the way to a seven. I don't know if that's an angle you've, you've looked to attack James at all, knowing how tightly lined these games are, but that could be an angle here for week one. I don't know how much stock you put into it. And I'm kind of in the same camp as you. Like, I don't really care where, he, you know, it doesn't do anything for me where he's been or what he's doing. He has yeah. earned that right. But that's an interesting angle here for a matchup that figures to be pretty tight on paper. Yeah. As far as teasers go, I typically don't play a lot of teasers, but there are in a sense, adjusted line parlays that you can make, which is a teaser, but sometimes you don't need to go through, depending on how far you want to go through at the three or the seven. Uh, a lot of times I'm looking to, to, 
add more points onto the dog side. I typically just look at the the underdog side, and and if I'm looking to move a line, that's the route that I go for that side to get it past the seven or the eight, or sometimes even past the the ten or eleven, depending on the the matchup and the team. But I think for this game, this isn't going to be something I'm. I, I, it's just going to be the total for me if I get involved yeah. with this game. I'm not going to play other, either side. There's just too many question marks right now for both of these teams. There, we know at least I know where we're we stand with Tampa Bay. That defense is, is top five defense for sure. And this the speed, the physicality that they play with, tremendous defense on that side. But question marks. We talked about it with the Tampa Bay Bucks offensive line, the receiving core, et cetera. But more question marks for me with this Dallas Cowboys team offensively. And, you know, they did a better job last night. I, well, I was goof, was kind of joking around last night with Brady Cannon when we were on the show last night talking about, well, that preseason game coming up uh, against the Chargers, what was going to be? Were we going to have a prop out there for would we see more points from the Cowboys or more penalties from the Cowboys? <laughs> yeah. So that one came in as far as the the former. They finally found the end zone and put some points on the board and cut down on the penalty. I think they only had eight as opposed to the 17 or 18 they had in the game one. But that's going to be an issue all season long again with this Dallas Cowboys team. A lot of new faces and moving parts on the offensive line as well as the receiving core. Uh, to me, this just smells like under, under, under all day. I know I, I hate trying to find games where I've missed the number and mm -hmm. the fear of missing out to say, well, I could have had 52 and a half and 51 is kind of a key number when it comes to totals yeah. in the NFL. But I think here that's, I'm not going to get involved with the side on either side. Just too many question marks offensively for both of these teams. Yeah, too, that's, yeah good reminder as well for something, the key number is not as big on the total side, but if you could still find a 51 out there, I mean, that, that yeah. still, still would have some value in, in that particular case. Yes, we saw Will Greer. It was not the, the Cooper Rush, Danuch show was not as pronounced last night for Dallas. Will Greer was actually pretty good. Six to 10. Uh, for 98 yards. When we return, I, I do want to throw one. This was, again, in the world of, okay, who really cares about this? But still kind of interesting uh, soundbite from last night. We got about, okay, could Brady have actually ended up in Las Vegas as a Raider? We'll get to James's take on that on the other side, since it is, it's just, at the very least, a very interesting soundbite we heard on the UFC broadcast on, U, on ESPN there last night. Uh, we'll also update you on what's happening in Cleveland because we are underway. Philadelphia moving the ball already, a third and three just on the other side of Cleveland territory. Uh, first drive of the game there. And we'll get James's MLB plays another rain delay moving that Guardians game back to about uh, the 135 Eastern window but we'll get James's thoughts on a trio of day baseball games that is all coming up right after this here on betting across America at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know 
Uh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside James Salinas joining us from Denver, Colorado. I'm Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studios here in Las Vegas. And we're underway, James. We are very close to a score as a Boston Scott, Gardner Minshew, and the Philadelphia Eagles just uh, powering the football right down the field. They just went for it on a fourth and inches at the four-yard line. Got it in Cleveland territory. So a second and goal now at the one here first drive of the game taking uh, nearly the first half of the first quarter seeing live right now they've uh, they've pulled this game down for the moment uh, as far as the live total and and spread are concerned we'll see if Philadelphia punches it in here but hey look we, we said it that uh, Gardner Minshew you kind of know what you're getting with the guy he's been four for four so far on the drive looks like Scott gets stuffed here so third and goal at the one but a pretty impressive start here for Philadelphia field does not look as slick as maybe we thought you mentioned they had the tarp down earlier James so uh, interesting start though to see uh, Philadelphia again just like they looked last week very efficient coming out on offense to start this game here well and pounding the football nine carries so far for Scott and again it's establishing an identity we talked about that earlier in the show from last year in the change mid midseason from a passing team to a power rushing football team and this is what I think this is what they're trying to establish the culture for this offense is we are going regardless of where we're at in the offensive line and who's quarterback we are going to be more physical than you at the point of attack and we will wear you down ultimately sometimes this game just turns in I know there's all these wide receivers set you know empty sets and four by ones and all these creative things that we do and everybody's uh, tight ends are split out wide so much speed and skill out there in this game but sometimes it just comes down to we're still alpha and it's lineup mono and mono and we're going to push you around and see if you can and take our punches for 60 minutes and I think that's exactly what we're seeing out of Philadelphia their mindset is we're going to come out and 
pound the football, which they just did. Boston Scott into the end zone, 10 carries, 33 yards on that opening drive for a touchdown. Four for four for Minshew as well. You were talking about Minshew earlier. I mean, is there a better backup quarterback right now? How many teams could he start for? Probably a, a 10 or a dozen teams out there right now are looking for starters. And would they not want to have Gardner Minshew? That, talk about depth. Definitely some depth there at the quarterback spot as well for Philadelphia. 14-play, 76-yard drive, taking up 726 off the clock. So 7 nothing Philadelphia looking at the in-game numbers right now. Bet MGM's got Philadelphia up to a 6.5-point live favorite. I'm seeing a total anywhere in the market from 37.5 live to 39.5. Remember, Philadelphia closed minus one. Total here was all the way down to 34.5 or 35. So that game is underway. We'll talk more uh, preseason in a little bit. Megan Payton going to join us next segment, NFL betting analyst, to uh, talk the rest of the card tonight. I did want to get to that one video, though, from last night. Just get your thoughts on this, James. Uh, this was uh, at the UFC broadcast on ESPN talking about Tom Brady. Could he have potentially gone to Las Vegas? It's at least interesting from what we heard out of one uh, Dana White there last night. I worked to put that deal together for Brady and Gronk to come to the Raiders. And it was almost a done deal. And at the last minute, Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him. And Whoa. all Whoa. hell broke loose, man. It was crazy. And, and, and Brady was already looking at houses, and it wasn't being said yet that Gronk was coming. So Las Vegas would have had Brady and Gronk the year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Okay, apparently that was, that was the case. Quite the like, dude is a shameless promoter. That you know, how much of that is actually embellished? I don't know, James. You had that look on your face, like, what is this guy trying to sell? I don't know. What What do you think about that? Well, I mean, we're talking old news. We're talking two years ago, for one. And was he as an was he serving as an agent? Like, what was the connection there to bring Brady? And maybe random. that's his next career. Brady's going to start training to be a UFC fighter. I mean, I I'm pretty honestly, Ben. I'm pretty pragmatic in my approach to whether it's sports betting or life in general. Like, it would okay. That was old news. I mean. Yeah, if you're promoting and you're trying to get people to stay tuned and listen, and not that those fights were all really kind of not very exciting, even that championship fight. Got pretty fortunate and got a really big score on that championship fight last night, Ben, with that <laughs> people's interest. Maybe they needed something else to talk about instead of watching guys just kind of uh, slow dance around like they're at the that at their prom from back in the day because it was really not a very eventful card last night as far as the action within the octagon. But I think as far as Brady goes, if you're trying to speculate, I guess it's more so – if anything, what is the impact of that for Derek Carr? And was he aware of that? I'm sure he probably was aware of that with Gruden. And we know Gruden now ostracized from the NFL. And probably more so, if anything, does Gruden feeling like, can I coexist with the, the personality and the success that Tom Brady has had? You know, Gruden's got his own big ego out there, too, and wants to be a winner. And he's won a Super Bowl in the past. But I think here, what would be talked about? Oh, Brady was able to come to, to Las Vegas and have a Super Bowl championship. I think. Gruden would want to be the one to say, I made it happen with, with my guy Derek Carr here. And I guess the last piece, too, is if Brady had come to Las Vegas, they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. That roster is not nearly as talented as what the roster is in Tampa Bay. So what might have, if you want to look back retrospect, yeah, that could have been looking for houses and come live in the desert down in Las Vegas for Tom Brady and even Gronkowski, but that wouldn't have put them over the top. That was not a Super Bowl roster 
two years ago, and it's not a Super Bowl roster today. I like your pragmatic approach, James. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big dose of uh, who the hell cares as far as, far, as far as I'm concerned for what we saw uh, last night. I'm glad you at least cashed a uh, there was a yeah very very big upset uh, at least in the main card last night, main event for uh, for the UFC oh, yeah. last night, uh, which was very very uh, exciting. I know for a bunch of people on our network cashing some tickets, so congrats to uh, to all of them. Um, as far as uh, wanna, speaking of plays here, James, I want to get some of your plays because we you've, you've got a couple baseball games starting here in about 15 minutes. Your your guardian. White Sox play, which we have not talked about yet. We're going to push that back again because we have another hour-long rain delay. Looking now at a 2.35 p.m. Eastern first pitch was supposed to be at noon there on the East Coast with the more rain still continuing to fall in Cleveland. But how about in New York where you have the Yankees who things have started to boil over there. They've lost six straight series, according to the Elias Sports Bureau. First time they've lost six straight series since 1995, the New York Yankees. Four and fifteen their last nineteen games, nine and twenty since the All Star break. Aaron Boone was uh, very agitated yesterday, and they're trying to avoid a four game sweep at home today against Toronto with Nestor Cortez going against Alec Manoa, who's been very solid, twelve and six with a sub three ERA. Yankees at BetMGM, a dollar twenty favorite. Pick them even money uh, there on Manoa and the Jays, seven and a half total. What is the angle you're looking at here, there, James, at uh, Yankee Stadium? I'm betting against the Yankees. You're going to give me Manoa. I got it at plus 110 with the Blue Jays to go for the sweep. This is a Yankees team that they can't, you know, you look at how they're constructed and as well as they played and a greatest season as Aaron Judge has had, especially through the first half of the year up to the All-Star break, you know, this is where they weren't going to be able to sustain that. But you look at their approach at the plate and this is a team that is built and you you're going to build it that way based on the the dimensions in the Bronx of Yankee Stadium and the short porches on both down the lines for those teams or for that team there. You're going to build power and rely on the station-to-station baseball and somebody come up like Judge or Stanton to hit the ball over the fence for the three-run homer. But what happens when you're not getting those pitches and they're not giving in and, and having to challenge your hitters and you're going to have to – to be patient at the plate. Can you be patient at the plate or do you start to feel the pressure? It's not, this isn't, you're not playing in Seattle here and the expectation, the fun they're having there with the Mariners. This is New York and there's high expectations for this Yankees team every single season. And more so, I think the fans there like to complain about the Yankees as opposed to cheer and, and be fired up at least from the first half to the second half of the season. It's just, it's the headspace right now for the New York yeah. Yankees. It's a team that can't score. They're really struggling. And then you look at what's on deck as well. And I think that has to play into part of this handicap too, not only with the, the headspace where the New York Yankees are and the pressure that they're feeling, but now they're going to have a two, a short two game subway series against the Mets and lined up for the Mets are Scherzer and DeGrom in that series, in the short series against the Yankees. So with the Blue Jays now starting to crawl themselves back, not only within the wild card, but Honestly, within the AL East to have a shot at this, you go for this sweep here. You're going to have Manoa. I know Manoa has not been nearly as sharp in the month of August like he was earlier in this season. But to me, this was it's unfortunate. I was hoping that we'd see George Springer. Springer is not in the lineup today for the, the Toronto Blue Jays. I think mm-hmm. he fell the ball off of his knee. Teoscar Hernandez is in the lineup, however, for the Blue Jays. So he was questionable whether he was going to come. He also went out of the game, fell on a ball off his foot yesterday. But I think here for the Blue Jays, give me Manoa at a Plus price with this Yankees team. A lot of issues going on with New York right now. That is a bet against team right now. No, uh, got no issue if you want to go that direction. Backing a guy like Gamino, who had a one-hit shutout over six innings the first time he went to Yankee Stadium yep. uh, early this year. How about Mets Phillies? You mentioned the Mets. You've got to play there. It is Jose Budo who is getting the spot start major league debut in the place of the injured Taiwan Walker uh, here against Kyle Gibson and the Phils. Phillies minus one twenty-five at BetMGM. Total of ten. What's your angle here? 
Yeah, I know, Ben, not everywhere, not every state has opportunities to be able to bet player props when it comes to baseball, but I did. I'm taking Kyle Gibson. His out total was sitting at 17 and a half outs, juiced at $1.20. I paid the juice. He's eaten six innings, at least in six of his last seven spots. The bullpen for the Phillies had a doubleheader yesterday, and they've had to work through nine relievers over the past two days due to that bullpen or due to the doubleheader. So three games in two days. He's going to have to eat some innings here against the Mets. Gibson over 17 and a half outs, laying 20 cents. There you go. I, I, I do like the angle, too. We'll see what you get out of uh, Budo. And these two teams just played a doubleheader yesterday, so you're probably going to be relying on a guy like Gibson to go a little bit deeper into the game. So two plays there from James. We'll talk about your third play in a little bit in uh, Guardians and White Sox. But on the other side, we welcome in Megan Payton to the show, talking some NFL updates on what's going on in Cleveland as well. That's next. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special. And get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only 175 bucks, or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. We're having uh, dueling quarterback battles in Cleveland. Uh, there, James Salidas. <laughs> Gardner Mitchell for Philadelphia. A wild running Josh Dobbs. 36-yard touchdown run there. Cleveland ties it up seven apiece. 259 to go first quarter. Just a quick update here on the live line. Philly back to a one-and-a-half-point live favorite here at BetMGM. 43-and-a-half is your live total. So uh, all that steam, James, not exactly uh, to the under playing out so far. That's, uh, what, example number 782, why you generally avoid uh, these, these pregame preseason bets in a nutshell? A lot of times, especially when we were looking at the rushing game and and for the rushing game, we saw it for Philadelphia. Look at the depth they have of that offensive line and the power. We know the identity of that team going forward. Great offensive line with the starters. Secondary players get to play and drive right down. This here for Cleveland coming back was really just the uh, Josh Dobbs just making plays and with his feet being able to scramble out of the pocket. Three carries for 43 yards, including a touchdown on that first. Why not? Sure. Have it. Have a day, Josh Dobbs. Uh, speaking of uh, Philadelphia, this is, uh, uh, I guess, we welcome in Megan Payton, who last time we had Megan on the network on a primetime action, very high on Philadelphia, and the Eagles have looked really, really good so far in the preseason. So let's welcome her in. You can give her a follow at Megan Payton 7. Uh, her dad, Sean, longtime NFL coach there for the Saints. Great to see you again, Megan. Uh, I know you were drinking the Kool-Aid on Philadelphia <laughs> last time we had you on. I have to think what you're seeing in the preseason so far only further bolstering those expectations you have on Philly. You're absolutely right. Thank you guys for having me on. Happy Sunday. We, we're getting so close to the regular season, but I'm all up on the Kool-Aid with the Eagles. This preseason game, by the way, like I'm watching it as intensely as it would be a regular season game. Like I don't care if it's Josh Dobbs, Gardner Minshew, whoever's out there. It doesn't matter. We've got football back. So that is all that I care about right now but yeah the Eagles are looking uh pretty good I mean and, and by the way like you know this game it started out I thought ah you know we're not going to see really probably many starters at all they had the joint practices Thursday and Friday which most of the time means that you're not going to see those number one guys out there but it has not disappointed so far and, and to me um it kind of gave me a little bit more insight about these joint practices guys because these two teams they run very different style offenses different schemes different coverages so pretty cool that you know leading up to this game they got some chances to practice against each other get those new guys out there you know getting used to playing in some different schemes 
So let's talk about the card for tonight. Ben and I were talking about how many games we actually bet during the preseason. Yeah. I've bet four games through the first two weeks of the preseason, and that is four more okay. games than what we've got out of our co-host <laughs> with Ben making plays here. So I want to talk about no the card tonight. There, and, and no shame. Absolutely not. We're not bet shaming anybody here because you got to be kind of tread lightly through this preseason. But I wanted to ask you this because we have a couple preseason games tonight on the betting card. We have the Giants hosting the Bengals. It's sitting at five and a half. That total is sitting right now at 36 and a half. First, I just wanted to ask you, are you going to be betting this game tonight, or have you made a play with this preseason game? And then I want to get your take on the New York Giants in particular. We know what we're going to see out of Cincinnati, the great run that they had to the Super Bowl last year as the AFC champion. Uh, but the Giants, new quarter, uh, new coach coming in for Brian Dayball, a lot of hype around him, some, issue, some, some money coming on him as coach of the year, but a lot of things to fix with that roster and the culture within that Giants organization. I'm wondering your take for this game tonight as well as your take on the Giants for the 2022 season. Well, I think my take today on tonight's game might give you a little bit of a preview of my take on the Giants as a whole for their 2022 season because I am taking the Bengals to win tonight against the Giants in the preseason, even though the Giants, yes, they are five-and-a-half-point favorites because we're expecting to see a little bit more of their starters out there. Their offensive line, though, guys, right now is a complete wreck. They're on their sixth center right now. We were expecting to see Daniel Jones get some playing time. Now I don't know how likely that's going to be a uh, head coach Brian Dable as you mentioned said that they'd like to get Daniel Jones out there but they're going to reevaluate we haven't heard you know I haven't heard too much of an update for that but my point is the Giants right now they are still in a rebuilding process you know new head coach great um, and Daniel Jones I just can't yet find a reason to believe in him I think this year is going to be big but these injuries that the New York Giants are already dealing with eight injured in week two of the preseason. What did head coach Brian Dable promise us? That he was going to get these players healthy. So far, we have not seen that. So there's no way that I can bet on the Giants right now. Uh, it's going to be fun to see a little bit of Tyra Taylor out there, but I just, I don't see this being the year for the New York Giants. If there's one team I'm not buying the hype on, that is them. But I, I don't know. Am I am I a little crazy right there? Am I being a little bit too uh, cynical with the Giants? I mean, look, it's not like there's been much success there recently. So I, I think I think your your thought is well placed. And two, I mean, what you say, it has kind of been reflected at least this morning here on the West Coast in the betting market where we saw that total at 42 and it has been steamed. It was down to 38 and the overnight already down now. I'm seeing 36 and a half here across the board. So betting numbers lighting up there. You, you might That might be an indication, okay, could it be less of the ones there for the Giants than we maybe initially thought. They got bet up from a three-point to five-and-a-half-point favorite uh, in that one. The other game tonight is, this is just you know, the hilarious, like the the trend that is not really a thing where Baltimore's won 21 straight. They've covered 18 of them in the preseason. And, I mean, you have a very unique perspective on this since, since your dad coached for so many years. And it's like, okay, how do you, like, who really cares about the preseason and how do you really evaluate this? Well, the betting market certainly is respecting Baltimore. They're five-point favorites, five-and-a-half, depending on the book there tonight. Um, what do you make of, of, of how this has all played out really over the past four or five seasons for John Harbaugh and Baltimore as they go to Arizona tonight? I absolutely love it. These are the kind of stats records that I, I get so crazy about. And uh, last year, I was actually covering a Ravens-Saints preseason game. And so I went up to head coach John Harbaugh, and I asked him, I was like, 
You know, everyone wants to talk about the streak, buy into it. What do you make of this? I was expecting his answer to be like, oh, you know, we don't listen to it. It is what it is. But he said, I'm pretty proud of it. I am proud of it. And, and you know, it's not going to affect who they play and if they're going to play their starters. But it was something that head coach John Harbaugh acted to be proud of, which he should be because it's pretty impressive. But uh, I think the Ravens right now, you know, they should be focused on the regular season. And to me, this is a team that I'm not really buying into as well. And I said this about the Cardinals last week. These are two teams right now that they could be a go along in the postseason type of team or they could crash and burn. So what's going to happen for each of these teams? Well, we don't know. But the Cardinals, we've seen it over and over again. They start off strong, and then what happens in the end of the, you know in the second part of the season? They kind of fall apart and lose. And I think that the Cardinals are going to struggle this year without DeAndre Hopkins for six games. And I think the Ravens, as much as the hype is on them, ten and a half as their win total. I actually, guys, like uh, the Ravens nine and a half alternate win total at. Plus 140. I'm taking under nine and a half there because they are going to be what they lost, I think, without Hollywood Brown. Tight end Mark Andrews, he's going to be their main target. And we know the Ravens aren't really a pass-heavy sort of team. But why do they need to become a pass-heavy team, at least to some degree, is because of the injuries. You can rely on the run all you want, but then you're going to see so many injuries like we saw last year, which resulted in Baltimore going 8-9. and nine. I don't see the Ravens having that big of a bounce-back year as we kind of have been hearing about in the offseason. Megan, so let's stay within the AFC North and speaking about not only the Ravens, we've seen the Browns right now in action against the Philadelphia Eagles, but let's go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now's the re- the the return or a new basically a, a revamped offensive line, very young, inexperienced offensive line, and the quarterback carousel that it is and the competition, I guess we can call it, is by default of who might be the starter come week one for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Complete makeover of the identity of this team offensively. What do you expect to see week one for the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh? Steelers under center as far as the quarterback position is concerned and what is your outlook on the Steelers for the entirety of the season well look I think head coach Mike Tomlin has made it pretty clear that they're going with quarterback Mitch Trubisky right now that's what that's everything we're hearing now what does that mean as far as when we could possibly see Kenny Pickett I'd say they're not going to give Mitch Trubisky the same respect as they gave Big Ben last season if things aren't going great in Pittsburgh with Trubisky they're going to consider putting Kenny Pickett out there. And I love what I've seen so far of Kenny Pickett. And I got to be honest, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of those sleeper teams that no one wants to talk about. But I've said this so many times this offseason. It's a pretty big deal that there has not been a losing record with head coach Mike Tomlin and as their coach since 2007. I think the Steelers made some upgrades this offseason. You mentioned that new offensive line. Last year, we saw some of the struggles because some of them were so new and so young. I think they're going to mesh a little bit better, and that's going to improve, obviously, whoever's under center. It's going to improve running back Najee Harris, and they're going to create some more holes for him. I expect Najee Harris to have a much better breakout year. We saw how dominant he could be in his rookie season. We know that as things start to mesh, typically that second year can be a bit bigger for them uh, and then defensively you know when you've got TJ Watt on your team you're going to be in a good situation when you got Minka Fitzpatrick signing a huge deal at the safety position I like the Steelers guys and I'll say this though I'm itching to see Kenny Pickett out there I hope head coach Mike Tomlin doesn't make us wait too long well we will see on that Megan Payton joining us at Megan Payton 7 you can follow her on Twitter always a blast having you on Megan thank you so much for the insights I'm sure we'll be uh, catching up soon thanks again 
Thank you guys so much. Happy Sunday. Of, of course. Uh, we wouldn't want it any uh, any other way watching NFL uh, preseason, at least for now. NFL regular season, just uh, a few weeks away. Uh, alt overs on the Eagles and Saints for Megan. Alt under on the Ravens. Love the little alt under. Sprinkle some plus money there. I will come back to update what's going on in Cleveland on the NFL preseason next here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com. Four terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager. 
Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As we welcome you back to the show, it's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson, joined by James Salinas in Denver, Colorado. Big thanks to the rest of our crew here. Liz Foster, Matt Hicks, our technical directors downstairs, Kevin in the house on audio, Stephen Bond, our producer, and uh, so much for no scoring happening in Cleveland there, James, with that total being steamed all the way down as low as 34 and a half. It is 14-7 Philadelphia. You look at uh, just the drive charts so far. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Three drives so far. Uh, three touchdowns. And Gardner Minshew, 9-10, 79 yards there for Philadelphia. So apparently uh, defense optional there uh, today in Cleveland. Well, defense at the point of attack to be physical to try to combat this rushing attack from the Philadelphia Eagles. I love it. We were talking about this earlier when we were breaking down preseason. What, at least for me, what do I like to try to take away from teams and maybe be able to? We talked about live game embedding with, with the preseason. Is do you see a theme with the team if they're looking to try to do something or working through something? Whether it's obviously a lot of times it's going to be the the quarterback play and the backup quarterback play. Some teams like Pittsburgh, who's going to be the starting quarterback for that ball club going forward but also working on some things offensively in this case here with the Philadelphia Eagles to establish the identity that they created in the second half of last season that's absolutely the whole point of attack coming today for this Philadelphia Eagles team and the first drive Boston Scott had 10 carries for 33 yards and a touchdown the second drive Kenneth Gainwell gets the carries 11 carries on that second drive for 46 yards and a touchdown can you read between? Do we have to read between the lines mm-hmm. to see what the theme is for the Philadelphia Eagles and what they're working through? Let's establish the point of attack that we are going to be the tougher team out here, whether it's regular season and or preseason. This is who we are offensively going forward. And in this case here for the Cleveland Browns during preseason game number two, uh, not much resistance at the point of attack defensively getting pushed around all over the field. Uh, not much resistance whatsoever. In-game total now, by the way, up to 45 and a half. Little juice to the under there at BetMGM. Four and a half is your number now, at least on the side. Philadelphia here favored by four and a half closed Eagles in this game minus one uh, with a total as low as again 34 and a half or 35 as far as the baseball James uh, of, of the games that uh, we've we've already talked about a couple of them are now underway it is Apollo Neal day I did not realize that induction day to the Yankees Hall of Fame so we're gonna have a, a slightly later start there in New York I don't know is that the magic elixir for the Yankees you and I certainly don't think so uh, we're, we're kind of in that mode oh. of like we've got an opportunity to, to fade a team really struggling that the market is still pricing pretty aggressively we're going to do it. So that that's our thought in uh, Toronto and New York today. Only one score so far. Reds won pirates, nothing there. Red strike early uh, there in the top of the first inning as, uh, as they get on the board, that uh, was a Jake Fraley solo home run. So, Hey, look, Cincinnati basically playing 500 baseball champs since that three and 22 start. And I don't, I mean, has the market really adjusted to them? I, I would argue, no, it, it really hasn't. I mean, you look at where things closed today in this game and they were uh, still an underdog on the road against the pretty woeful Pittsburgh pirates. Yeah, I guess it's a matter of for those that are in the market that are looking to play teams like the Pirates so, and Reds. Yes. Right now, right now at this point of the season for me, Ben, I mean, these two teams combined record-wise are 50 games under 500. So that's where I look at because you know you're going to get a lot of call-ups. We already saw what the Reds did before the season started, getting jettisoning away a number of players and then same thing up to the trade deadline. Just looking at their farm system to see who's going to get the invite to spring training come 2023. Uh, but I think for, for when it comes down to breaking handicap, the one thing I don't want to have to try to handicap is motivation and intent and where are these teams when the season is lost and yeah you're working through some young players that are going to get effort because they want to prove that they belong in the show and want to get that invite to next year's spring training dance uh, it's just it's it makes it more it more difficult for me to try to assess 
is this team care? And I think for a team, we've seen it with the Pirates all season long. We've they played to the level of expectations, which was pretty low for for the bulk of the season and I think for the Reds team just working through a lot of different players it makes it hard for me to handicap mm-hmm. so a lot of times with these teams are going no place this deep into the season dog days of August I kind of just scratch it to- off I look, to- totally get it uh, at least of the probably the biggest game of the day it's uh, Houston and Atlanta and we just have a two-run homer there in the bottom of the first uh, Astros going with Jose Urquidy today the really solid starter uh, a couple of really good matchups here with Urquidy and Charlie Morton who's trying to turn around his season after uh, a shaky start at an ERA of near five for the bulk of the first half of the year, but a Matt Olson two-run homer who has moved to the second betting favorite to an NL MVP, 26th homer of the year, 2 nothing Braves there uh, in the bottom of the of the uh, first inning as well. Other, other games we did not get to earlier that are now underway. It is an Otani day in Detroit. Angels and Otani closed $2 favorites at BetMGM. Pretty ridiculous, James. The, uh, the, when the Angels are a $2 road favorite, when it's literally just one player and a collection of uh, nobodies outside of yeah, basically Otani and Mike Trout. Um, nothing, nothing there. Just underway against Eduardo Rodriguez making his return now to Detroit. In the meantime, Zach Greinke and the Royals against Ryan Yarbrough and the Rays in Tampa. Nothing, nothing there in the bottom of the first as well. And a clean top of the first for your your guy there, Kyle Gibson. You played his over outs prop in Philadelphia. And so he gets a pretty clean top of the first inning. So you got to like, uh, like the start there. Uh, but those NL East teams, man, the, the Phillies, Mets, and Braves, all pretty firmly now entrenched in the mix there for the NL uh, playoff race at this point. Yeah, they, obviously for the Phillies being 11 games out of first place, it's the battle for the wild card spot for Philadelphia. And Bryce Harper, shouldn't he be coming back at some point? I really haven't looked to see where he stands in his rehab, but it was when he initially hit his hand, broke his hand, it was coming back at some point in the latter part of August. So definitely will be a boost. He'll come back in DH. We already know he had issues with his, with his elbow and his shoulder as far as throwing the ball is concerned. But I think for interesting to see where we're at with the Mets right now and, and the Braves. We talked about the Braves. What are they, won 11 out of 12 after losing four of five in New York a couple of weeks back and kind of uh, got, they got it handed to them a little bit in that series, but then we're able to get some payback last week and now there you go. It's not hardball, it's yardball. There's oh. a three-run homer oh, right now home. for Philadelphia. That it is. So there's a, there's a little cushion for for our, our Gibson pitcher today for the for the Philadelphia Phillies uh, getting a three-nothing lead staked with no outs. So welcome welcome to the bigs, young fella, getting his first start uh, for the Mets here with Budo, I think. But it, back, back to the, the Mets overall, one game notwithstanding. We just you look at the, the pitching depth with that team, in particular just the two top-line starters that will get to face the Yankees tomorrow when you're talking about Scherzer and DeGrom. I mean, there's not a better tandem when it comes to that one-two punch and thinking about postseason rather than winning this division because I think for for the Mets, that's what it comes down to. When you get in the postseason, we know we get into October, Ben, and the weather gets chillier, and we talked about that in the beginning of the year, right, in the, in the spring, and the, do, the what type of ball, race seems, all these kind of things, but also the impact that the, the weather has on the game. Well, we're going to see that in the fall as well, but is there is there a better tandem that you would like to back when you get to a – whether it's a five-game or a seven-game series in October right now than Scherzer and DeGrom. Like especially with how good DeGrom has looked since returning from the over-year-long absence. I, no, I'm with you. You, you can't you – can't, you would not want to go against either of those two guys, especially uh, in a postseason series. I will say for today, tough spot of your Jose Budo making your Major League debut. Yes. Hot August day in Philadelphia in a, in a, in a hitter's paradise there. Three-run shots, Alec Bohm, bottom of the first before he even records an out. So, uh, three-nothing Phillies. There are a couple games as well. And also, sorry, you me- I mentioned, uh, meant to say this first. Bryce Harper, they did announce today he is expected to start a AAA rehab assignment either Tuesday or Wednesday. And they're saying his uh, his thumb is about 85 
spent on the mobility there. So eligible to come off the 60-day IL on September 1st, and it sounds like okay. he is on target there to do that. Oof. So keep in mind, uh, there in Philadelphia, uh, and almost another home run, by the way. <laughs> Booming yeah. double for uh, JT Romuto off the wall there in uh, Philadelphia. Um, before we hit a break, want to get your other play you've got on the card today, James. They are now saying White Sox Guardians is going to start at 305 Eastern, so they keep moving that one back. Dylan Cease, who's been the the one reliable pitcher for the White Sox, double-digit game winner, sub-3 ERA against Aaron Savali and the Guardians. Uh, the rubber match here of a three-game series. Guardians one-game lead in that AL Central division. Uh, seeing the Sox about a twenty-five favorite at BetMGM. Seven and a half, your total. Where are you looking here on this one? Well, I played the first five under. I got it at four and a half. I paid Juice Board a dollar thirty. That's now it's climbed up. I can't recommend it now. I'm looking at it. I just logged back in to see it. It's at a dollar fifty-five under first four or under first five under four and a half. But it's the the pitching matchup here. Not only you mentioned with Cease how well he's pitched. He had two starts last month against Cleveland. 11, 11 and two thirds innings pitch, no runs given up, fifteen strikeouts. But on the other side, I think Savali going coming back. We know they're working him back slowly, and he's a he's a off-speed pitcher in particular with his with his deuce. He gets that nose-to-toes deuce going. He got it going on Monday, I think it was, against the Tigers. Mm-hmm. And man, it is it is unhittable when he's on. And he was definitely on 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 Monday. But I think the biggest thing for Savali is the, the lineup that he's going against with the White Sox. This is the team that doesn't work counts. They don't have any... Uh, a, no approach to the plate as far as discipline is concerned. They're going to chase pisses out of the zone. I think it's a perfect setup for Savali to be able to go deep into this game. Uh, that's my play. Under four and a half in this matchup, but I laid 30 cents for that. If, if it five. ever starts, but uh, hopefully, hopefully for your yes. sake, it will yes. somewhat uh, soon here. Ten strikeouts, three hits allowed in his last start there for Savali Monday against the Tigers. When we return, we'll preview the other couple MLB games that start in the next 15, 20 minutes. Update all the other action as well as we get into our third hour of Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.